You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Yes! Welcome everybody to the BingeMedia.net Binge Sportscast. Because I remember none of it. Well, we're talking about sports, about balls and shapes and swords. Play hard. Don't bet on what we say, cause you fucking lose. Uh, yeah. Ooh. It's the big sports cast that drops every Thursday with your two drunk hosts from Detroit and NJ. Talking college roundup and around the league. We've even got a Google you can call us up if that's your choice. You suck. Just don't be offended by what we say. And don't bother fact-checking us either. Stop being assholes. We're just too bothered. Yes. Just too bothered. Okay, well, there you have it. Welcome, everybody, to the Binge Sports Cast. That was my PJ impression right there. Shout out to PJ, not with us tonight. That kid's got more life going on than um, I think you and I times three, Chad. So with me is the step Chad, Chad C, NBA expert. How we doing, man? <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> don't, ever, don't ever call me that. I'm not an expert by any means. Well, when you when you hear how I pronounce some of these names and botch some of the first and last <laughs> names, you're going to be an expert compared to me. But uh, I've been I've been trying to do this show for a few weeks, or hoping to anyway. Um, I've had a run with the COVID. I've had weddings. I've had all types of crazy shit going on. But um, we are down to the final four in the NBA right. playoffs: Eastern Conference Final, Western Conference Final. So I wanted to get on with Chad C, do a little NBA playoffs because that's where we're at right now. I mean, as Chad had alluded to me in the pre-show, 40 games into the baseball season is not going to do anything for anybody. So my Mets excitement has to be, you know, calmed a little before he breaks my balls all night. So we're just going to stick to some basketball here. But uh Chad, busy. You're busy as well, man. Did back-to-back binge casts. You got your binge views. What's going on with you? Not a lot, man. Just trying to breathe after it's been a busy spring, as you alluded to. It's been traveling a lot, and uh, yeah, trying to get my bearings, and then in St. Louis again this weekend. So it just never stops, really. So, but yeah, I'm ready to talk some NBA. It's been a fun postseason, I think, so far. You've even said you've been watching a shit ton, so that's always a good sign, right? Not a big yeah. NBA fan, but playoffs bring you in. Um, the gambling hasn't gone well. I'll tell you. That. Officially, <laughs> I'm a, a, aside from a hockey bet of all things that I have going a series bet right now, I am on hiatus until Week One NFL because okay. man, first, first and second round of the NBA playoffs, I couldn't fucking pick nothing. <laughs> it was just every other. I, I I couldn't take it. Um, so real quick, yeah, you mentioned you were traveling. You were live at the NFL draft in Las Vegas. I know you spoke on this a little bit on the binge cast, but um, I mean, you know, is that something that you now feel you need to go back to? Like maybe, you know, guys trip, 
big something big for your team, the Broncos, maybe like a top five pick. Is is there a, a draw to go back? Is like how was you know from that aspect? How is it? Is it something that you'd want to do again? Yeah, I think I would definitely do it again. The irony of all this is that. It was in Vegas this year, and I was in Vegas for CinemaCon, so it was just kind of worked out. Next year, I'm in Vegas the same week, and the draft is actually in Kansas City next year. So, yeah, I, I would probably be missing the Thursday again, but if I went here next year, it would be that Friday again, which I went, yeah, day two this year and watched most of the second round and all of the third round and then left, I think, maybe with three or four picks left before Ice Cube came out there on stage. Looked like he jumped in a swimming pool, just pouring sweat out there in the hot Vegas sun. <laughs> but yeah, it was really fun, man. Like I, 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 we didn't even really know like if we had to have tickets or how it worked. We just walked right in, walked right through the metal detectors, and then as you saw on the on the TV, like the everything was going on inside. I think is what you actually had to pay for seats and stuff. But other than that, yeah, you could just walk up. Beers were relatively uh, not as overpriced as I thought they would be. Uh, much cheaper than what drinking a beer at Caesars costs, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was pretty fun, man. Like I think I said on the bench cast, if I was a kid, man, I would have just eaten it up because they have so many, so many cool things you can do. There's so many different autograph sessions with tons of players. Um, Erlacher was signing. I mean, like there's like even like more like legendary players too. And yeah, you can kick field goals and just just copious amounts of things for kids and activities and stuff to do. So yeah, it was it was a really cool experience and. I, uh, yeah, hopefully the the two Broncos picks I saw Nick Benito and uh, Greg Dulcich they end up working out would be cool. But like, hey, I was there when they drafted those guys. But yeah, it was a pretty fun experience all around. I would I would recommend at least going to one uh, before you before you you know you pass along. Is that, yeah. is that what you said? I mean, I don't, I don't, Is that already an age joke? We're five minutes into the show and you're already dropping oh. an age joke on me. God damn it! All right. <laughs> Sorry, you're so fucking old. Uh, no, it's yeah. kidding. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I would recommend. I would recommend. I think it would be fun, fun to do. Yeah, you, you PJ the sports cast, get out to a draft. Maybe KC next year could work out. So, well, so yeah, you know, you know some people that live there. I do. I know, yes, some wacko Chiefs fans who I'm sure will be there. <laughs> so that that could be actually an option. So sure. the picture you had sent me when you were so you just walked in. You didn't actually buy tickets for that. The tickets would be for like the fenced in groups like of each designated team section right like yes yeah i believe everything under that awning uh was actually paid for because I, okay. I know you could you like on the nfl website you could do like the, the fan pass or something it's like 650 dollars and it's like fuck that like i'm not spending that like barnes didn't have a first round pick i would have paid for that anyway but yeah i yeah we, we just walked right up there and you could see everything from where we were out in the sun so yeah it was cool man i, I had no no intention of even like getting that close, but we were just there and, you know, it kind of worked out. So it's fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, my team did not have a first round pick. I was checked out of the draft five picks in. I had to see what the Giants <laughs> Jets did with their first two picks because that's all I was yep. going to hear for the next week mm -hmm. on uh, sports radio. And then I just relied on our fantasy football chat to let me know everything that happened because <laughs> those guys are on top of every, I mean, I, I get half my sports information from that chat now. I mean, between Goody, between Goody and friggin' uh, Eric, it's like, yep. and I'm just like, okay, I get I get everything national, or I get everything national from Bylanock plus the Bills. I get all Jet from fucking Goodrow, and then, <laughs> and then with Minnesota. I mean, 
I'm sitting around with all the chat that's gone in on in there lately. I'm sitting around saying, "How much money am I going to put on the Vikings to fucking win the NFC North this year?" Like I just everybody's <laughs> not just Chad. Everybody's talking about it. I'm like, "Oh God, got to do some research before I start spouting that shit off on this show." Yeah, it's Chad right. D crying a lot. Minnesota, Minnesota sad fans. He posted that the other day. It's like we we were the fans have been suffering the longest. Like look at this. <laughs> so you deserve it, Chad D. Fuck you. Okay. You deserve it. They've been suffering the longest? What about Buffalo? I just don't want to hear it. Until you lose four straight Super Bowls, I don't know if anyone suffered as much as that fan base has. Pretty brutal. Yeah. All right. So, on to the NBA. Now, I'll give you a quick synopsis of what I've kind of followed here. It all started with Nets-Celtics. So, I I was locked into that series. Um, Just pathetic on the part of Durant and Kyrie. I can't believe neither of them could will one win in that series. So off of that series, why I met, oh, excuse me, why I mentioned that is because I've kind of seen most of Boston. And on like the flip side of that, I've really seen no heat. So okay. we've got game one in the books from last night. Heat won. I was kind of following the score all night, not watching too much of it, but it looked like Boston had the game, you know, at least the lead for about two and a half quarters, and then Miami just kind of turned it on. Now, Jimmy Butler goes for 41 on 19 baskets, something yeah. like that. or ni- Yeah, just... Uh, 17 free throws, yeah. Wow. Okay. So, all right, so talk to me about that series and I mean, does Boston have a shot? It's the one versus what is Boston seating there? They're the they're the they're the two. Yeah, they are the two. Okay, so that's where everybody yep. thought the Nets would be, and that didn't happen. So, all right, um, yeah, that's the, that series is the only sweep in the entire playoffs so far. To that you mentioned the Boston Brooklyn. So, yeah, didn't expect that. Completely swept them. Um, yeah, of course, Boston has a chance. Yeah, I mean, nothing really gets that interesting until somebody steals a home game in these series, right? So they're the one seed. They're supposed to win game one. Uh, the Celtics looked like they were dominating that first half yesterday, though. And then, yeah, third quarter is really what changed that whole game. Butler really took over and seemed like, you know, some of these other Celtics players that had had their confidence so high, like <laughs> Grant Williams, who's what, shot 18 threes in game seven. He wasn't as on this game. They were missing their shots. And, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a great three-point shooting team, but if they're not hitting their threes, then they're uh, pretty susceptible to lose, especially with a good Miami team. This goes pretty deep, and uh, they're a very good defensive team. So not a recipe for success against uh, the Miami team like that. But, yeah, I mean, I think I would – I feel like most people would are kind of in favor of the Celtics right now, uh, even after game one, it seems like, so – should be a good series, though. I think I think we got two really good matchups here in the, in the both finals. Now, it, what you just said there, more people are on Boston. Is that more because Miami? You know, I mean, and this is what I mentioned. Um, I was hearing a lot on national sports radio today. I mean, J- Jimmy Butler just not being the star. You know, he's not a LeBron. He's not a Curry. He's mm-hmm. not a Tatum. He's not a Luca. You know, I mean, so. Yeah. Do you agree with that? I mean, they're definitely, like you said, very solid defensively. They're they're probably the best team unit at any of these left, any of these four teams left. 
Um, although Boston has actually played extremely well as a team since January. Um, yeah, same, the same with the Mavericks. Boston and Dallas have been the two best teams since really Christmas, honestly, if you're looking at records and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the thing with Butler is he just, he during the regular season, he sits so much. He, he doesn't play a lot. That's why, like, I mean, he, he, he takes his rest. He will post videos on his Instagram of him, like, you know, doing drills and all this shit, but uh, still sitting out for, like, a week at a time or whatever. Like, it, it's just kind of the NBA model of, you know, uh, you know, uh, what is it, fucking, uh, what's load it called? Uh, yeah, load management. Load, yeah, load, yeah, load yeah, management. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's what they like to do. So, yeah, the NBA is just kind of in a weird spot with that. So, but, yeah, Butler's fucking great, man. Like, he came up with the Bulls. I mean, he was, I remember when Derrick Rose was the MVP season, that was Butler was the sixth man on that team, and, he was like the last pick of the first round and then just kind of worked his way, went to Minnesota, didn't really get along with Cat, kind of went over there, went to Philly, didn't <laughs> that, that didn't work out, and then he went to the Miami, and this team seems to really have it all together right now. Even playing better without Kyle Lowry, who's their starting point guard, Gabe Vincent, like Max Struess, two undrafted players <laughs> have really been coming on. And yeah, they're, they're a good team. Uh, they're very underrated. But yeah, yeah I think no, I mean, Tatum's respect. just been on another level. No, not at all, yeah. But, yeah, Tatum's just playing on another level. That's just, for the Celtics right now, He's he's been really just fucking super hot, as you've seen throughout these playoffs. I mean, listen, every time they play the Knicks, I see it. I mean, he completely destroys the Knicks every time they play. That's that's really the main reason I would I was starting to lead, lean Boston before this started, but... I mean, I don't know. I guess got this kind of got this funny feeling that that team's going to run out of gas if because Miami hasn't really had that tough of a road yeah. for the most part, right? I mean, Philly didn't give them any fight whatsoever, mm, and they, you know, no. they got Atlanta coming out of the the uh, playing tournament, so you yeah. know they should be rested and ready to go. And well, and especially with Boston team. having yeah Horford's out right now, that could be he could be miss game two and smart and banged up too. Defensive player of the year. So I mean, without those two pieces, that's a huge detriment to Boston's team, of course. So I mean, I think at that point, if they're not playing, Miami's definitely it's going to lean in their favor. But I, I could definitely see that this series going. I, I would be surprised if it doesn't go six or seven games. Really, I think they they match up really well together. So I really thought when Boston blew, what was it? They blew game. four. Uh, six was it at at uh, Milwaukee? Was it one uh, game? No, they, they won game six and seven. So yeah, it was game five. So they, they blew. Game yeah, game five. Yeah, I mm-hmm. uh, I thought they were done, but yeah, um, yeah, they came back. Giannis didn't have any help. I mean, uh, yeah, his face yeah. was out. Middleton, uh, number yeah, two Middleton. player. Yeah, right. Exactly. With, yeah, so. Middleton in that series, they it's a, they completely win. I feel bad for Giannis because I mean he was just a one man wrecking crew in that, and they had no answer for him. But at the same time, they couldn't hit threes. They couldn't do really anything. So. Yeah, unfortunately for Milwaukee, injuries are, you know, plays a factor in who wins the title every year. So just uh, wasn't their year. So Now, what is going on with Luca's face? <laughs> Has yeah, he already Memphis got fucking, sw- yeah, Wiggins already fucking swiped him. He didn't even call a foul on it in the first quarter. Oh, so. God. This, this series yep. is going to aggravate the shit out of me <laughs> because I cannot stand a fuck you, Curry. Break your ankle. I, I'm probably on a delay from you here, but he almost went into the cameraman. Uh, I can't stand this Golden State team. I really thought Memphis had a shot. What happened to Morant? 
he just hurt his had that knee bone yeah it was like a bone bru deep bone bruise or whatever it was and he just didn't yeah, play the last shut two him down. games yeah shut him down for the series play no yeah that's uh, I, yeah <laughs> this warriors team is weird man they're You've got, you know, the, the Currys, the Draymonds, Clay, who's not the same player at all, really not holding on. But then you've got this new new crop of of Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga and you got James Wiseman, who's not even played this year, who was the number two pick in the draft just two years ago. Oh, wow. so, you know, they've got a weird influx here, and, yeah, it's it's who they're going to pick. I mean, clearly, I think Clay's, uh, yeah, he's not obviously the same player coming off two catastrophic injuries, but... He can't. This shoot. series is going to be just not the same shooter, man. I mean, he was no, not at all. Brutal in the. I was. I think it was the one of the Denver games. I had like a you know same game parlay going with him and Poole and Curry to all hit two plus threes or something like that, and he went like one for eight. And I'm watching this game, and I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? Like, I mean, he just yeah. doesn't even look like he should be on the court. And no. they leave him out yeah, there you... when when like Curry and um, Draymond sit, and it's just like, oh god, he can't, you know. I mean, Pool, as he just hits a three, he should. Uh, I mean, he's the new Thompson, I would think. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think, I think the the organization. I think Curry's too much of a legacy player. He'll he'll retire a warrior, but yeah, I could definitely see in a few years when Clay's contract is up, moving on and going in a different direction there, or maybe even trading him because you can tell he's not happy really either. The Splash Brothers are. Not so much the Splash Brothers anymore, but oh, as Wiggins just hits another three, and they're up twelve now. Great, love it, love it, fucking love it. Uh, that's all right. It's the yeah. NBA. Nothing matters till the fourth quarter. You can always, you can always <laughs> come true. back. Very Speaking true. of nothing mattering to the fourth quarter, how about a game that we just witnessed where you didn't even need to play the fourth quarter? <laughs> what? I mean, I watched a lot of that series. Okay, now I know you are a big. Luca fan, obviously we all are. PJ loves him. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's a fucking stud. I still can't believe this guy is only twenty three years old. Sometimes Ridiculous when I watch stuff. him, dude. Sometimes <laughs> I watch him. He looks like he's like thirty five, like struggling <laughs> to finish these games, and then he just goes yep. off for fifteen threes and hits every foul shot. And you're like, oh, that's how he scores forty five a night. But did you, did you did you see him fucking casually? He was at some bar uh, in San Francisco earlier today, just killing some some coal. Old ones had some had some beers this afternoon. <laughs> when was that? Today? Is there, yeah, today. They, there's video, there's pictures of him at like uh, somewhere outdoor in a patio in uh, San Francisco having a beer. <laughs> oh, dude! Also, the picture. You, you have pretty to great. be kidding me. Now, how can you? No, <laughs> dude. If they lose, he's gonna get killed. You can't. Pretty funny though. This is what he does, it. man. Okay. He came in. He comes in shape. Out of he comes in a little shape. You know. Likes his likes his beer, likes his his food. <laughs> I'll find oh the picture and send it to you. It's pretty great, though. Yeah, so all right, so yeah. Before before we talk about this, I mean, we did a little Golden State here, but we got to go back to this Phoenix Dallas. I mean, so oh, yeah, okay. Oh, and I watched a lot of the series too. So, like I said, we we all like Luca and stuff, but I'm. I mean, it was. Would you listen to people talk about who was going to be in the NBA Finals this year? People were just writing Phoenix in. I mean, it was a foregone conclusion, yep. and the only team that had a shot to maybe beat them was Golden State. So here comes Dallas. Kind of now, there was not a game that was decided by less than seven points until ever, actually, because I thought the last game was going to be that game. 
Um, so literally, blowouts every which way in this series. Dallas just destroys them game six at home. Now, now we have to find a word that strong, like more strongly describes getting your ass beat in game seven. I buy the line down to Phoenix minus two and a half, and I'm like, hey, look, great for Dallas, great for Luka, keep it close. Phoenix wins the home game. I mean, they got to at least make the conference final. They're everybody's darling to get back and this time win, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. The game was over after the first quarter. <laughs> Luka comes out, scores the first eight, and it was – I mean, I think it was over then. Literally, Yeah. I, I compare the game to the 2004 um, – I think it was the – the division series actually Boston whooping the Yanks game seven coming back from down three Oh and Yankee stadium. They just showed fans all night. And I mean, there was just no happiness. They never had a chance to cheer the entire game. And this is what you got for four quarters in Phoenix, just an absolute massacre. How, how does this happen? Is this the worst fucking loss it's got to be the worst home game seven loss in NBA history. I mean, I, I mean, it's, not, it's, I'm not going to go back it's and, up re- there. and research it, but can yeah, you, same. Can yeah. You, it's, 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 it's up there. It's one of the worst game seven performances I've ever seen in my life. Like it, I mean, brutal man. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Luca fan, but even going into the playoffs with that, I mean, lest we forget Luca missed the whole first round of the playoffs. Like he didn't even play. And then he, you know, he, okay. He showed up at the last game or game, whatever game five against Utah. Um, really? Missed most of the I first round. Know that. that is extreme. Well, yeah, he was, so what is happening? Yeah, that, that he, well, he had, he had that ankle injury right at the end of the year. Um, yeah, so he missed, okay, yeah, the first yes. three, four games against Utah. And then yeah, showed up game five or six or whatever it was. But yeah. So, I mean, just coming on, I'm like, okay, it's cool that they made it against the the Suns. They've been the number one team in the league. I mean, they had the best record. They had the best defense. Like they were fucking just clutch all year. And then just a monumental collapse, man. Like it was it was brutal. Like I mean, I I didn't feel bad. I loved it. I I I like I respect Devin Booker. I think he's a great offensive player, but I've never really liked him. Like it just he went to Kentucky. I'm not a big fan of Kentucky. Uh yeah, I, it, it was wild. I, I was having a good time, though. I, I think we were texting back and forth and <laughs> most of that game. And if yeah, you was... read back, if you read back our text <laughs> chat, I never let you know that I bet Phoenix, and I and I, <laughs> and I never showed my true because honestly, I wasn't disgusted. It was a twenty dollar bet. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I actually sat back and was like. Look at this, man. Look at Luca. All right. Like, I can, and I am on board now in this series to go hard on Luca. That's gross, but just please beat. Oh, fuck you, Curry, hitting that shot. Come on. But they do. That's why, I mean, this series, man, my heart. My heart says Luca and the Mavs, but my head says Warriors. I get, as much as I hate it, like, they're just, they're, they're, they're experienced. They're well balanced. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a tough game. I mean, I I will cheer until I'm fucking blue in the face for the Mavs to win. But yeah, Warriors are gonna be a tough out regardless. They're just too good shooters. Too many good now, shooters. Yeah. Now, what is how, how much of an influence and how much of a factor in a positive way do you think Jason Kidd has been? Because surprisingly, very much, man. Like I yeah. 
I mean, he didn't have a good first go in Milwaukee as a head coach, but I mean, he his to his credit in that Phoenix series, he's a big reason they won. I mean, he was exploiting matchups big time, getting you know exploiting Chris Paul on defense, being you know an older you know almost thirty seven year old point guard at this point. Uh, getting one-on-ones and I mean he, he just kept explaining those matchups which he's gonna have to do in this series a lot to get Steph and Jordan Poole who aren't great defenders one-on-one with Luka but yeah I mean he, he's been a great head coach for who would have thunk it man like he, he's been good this year for sure yeah, big a, a big a reason for their great, success he was a great player I mean he was oh was sure absolutely yeah yeah but you just mentioned Chris Paul I thought Chris Paul was the only player on Phoenix who did not give up like yeah, he looked like he was trying so hard, but he was so alone. I think every time they made another shitty play, he just kept looking to the bench, like, like, oh my god, like this is, this is happening. And they were down like forty, and he was still looked like he was kind of trying. But what do you really do there as a professional athlete? It's just like, and fuck Booker. Booker's terrible. I can't believe I didn't even know he played for Kentucky. I can't believe he played for Kentucky. He like with pounds, man. Yeah, they're. Yeah, yeah but, uh, was, that was he's, he's so soft. He he plays no defense. Oh, yeah. He he's completely he's bricking everything left and right. Like you got to be able to at least yep. come back. You know, make it a ten point game in the first half. What they scored yeah. and talk ten twenty. What was it? Twelve points in the second quarter? Something crazy like that? Yeah, it was, it was ten. Seventeen the first, ten, 10 in the second. Twenty oh. twenty seven going into half. Yeah, and he's oh. like, oh, oh, but. Two of or whatever it was one of seven for like two points or whatever it was, and the, him even talking shit to Luca. It's like, dude, you're not even in the same class as this guy. Like, just stop. Like, please yeah, stop. Please stop. I mean, yeah. I think you know. I shrugged off the bet. I was just like, ah, to hell with it. Whatever. I obviously picked the wrong side here. If I would have had the over under, I would have fucking been throwing furniture. You don't put up twenty seven <laughs> points and a half. I don't care what team yeah. you are. Oh my god. Brutal. Brutal. Look at this. I, I can't <laughs> believe Luca's face right now. Oh, these fucking guys. Come on. Looks like uh, it's like looks like Jokic's arms every game, man. This guy's yeah, just hacked, yeah. scratched, and bloody every arm. And oh, he doesn't get fouled at all. He doesn't get fouled. He doesn't get the calls at all. Like so Embiid, I, that Embiid guy gets. <laughs> yeah, well, but guess who got the MVP? All that matters. That's right. <laughs> it's, I love it though because everybody really thought it was going to be Embiid. There's a lot of discussion. I used, I heard like toward you know through the last couple of weeks of the season, everybody on sports radio kept addressing the odds and how the odds swung heavily in Embiid. You know, like minus four fifty at one point or something crazy. I think it might have been two fifty. But still, I, I can't believe I didn't bet Luca then. I mean, uh, Jokic. I was like, wait a minute, yeah. he's not the favorite. But I, yeah, know, it's a total but, joke. Total joke. The, the campaigning and shit all year or two is just it made him that much more sweet because Jokic just doesn't give a fuck, man. He's he just plays. He just wants to make his team better. And then this campaigning from Embiid all year to be the MVP and the crying from the Philly fans. It was it was cute and it was fucking desperate. But it was uh, yeah, the right player won. I mean, he had an all time historic season. Embiid had a great season, but at the end of the day, it wasn't as good as Jokic's season. That's kind of what we measure MVP by is made their team better like you put you take Jokic off the nuggets and they're the top three like drafting the top three like it just is what it is the stats also are his backup proof to that so it's like i don't know what you want like, how, what are you measuring mvp by so yeah it's uh it was pretty funny i, I enjoyed the uh mb not getting it <laughs> yeah can we take a pee break i gotta about to crack oh. a fucking hop slam here it's about Let to happen get to my sounders i can't believe i'm running a soundboard right now all right it's a big Take step 
Yes. But guess what? Oh. I gotta, I gotta take a pick. Oh. Here we but go. Wait. Right. But wait. Oh. What do you I, I have a pee break sound. Effect. What? Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! I'll go pee. Then you go pee. Okay. I'll be right back. Pee break. The show has gone on way too long Now will it ever drop? I got a piece so goddamn bad But PJ won't shut up oh, Isn't there a bottle near Cause the toilet I can't reach My legs are squirming, my bladder's burning Relief is what I need I need a pee break I fucking needed a pee break since out of the cast it's gotta be soon and it's gotta be long hurry up before i piss in my pants yeah. i need a pee break i fucking needed a pee break since the start of the show can we please take one soon i've had too many fears it's an emergency i've got to go yes you played right into my card but I surprised you with it, and now I have drops to fill the beginning of the song with. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. Yes, TM. <laughs> All right. Uh... Back. Yes, just so I'm sitting here and Seth Lou goes in for the Mets and I just want to... It's the only time in a Met game I am nervous with a four-run four, a four run lead. I can't stand this guy. He, he is... He, is he in middle relief now? He used to be a starter, right? He's eighth. He's a, the eighth inning guy. So okay, the, okay. the setup guy, if you will. Oh, no, Arenado yep. just hit a fucking ball to the Bronx. Come on! Six four, just like that. Oh, Arenado. Okay, we're gonna have a, a slight. I like, I like hearing that because Arenado's on my fantasy team. Oh, so hmm, let's go. Off. Let's go, baby. <laughs> we're gonna talk about him and and one other major league baseball player before we sign off tonight. Um, because the Mets just you know they've been hit thirty fucking times already, and it's uh May whatever. All right. Um, you mentioned. A team in the NBA I just want to discuss quickly before we move on. The Philadelphia 76ers, James Harden, Joel Embiid, losers. Now, mm, correct. <laughs> just, you mean the next the next Shaq and Kobe, according to Kendrick Perkins, like three oh months ago. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I mean, Embiid is whatever. I mean, the guy can score. He's. You know he's a good player. Give me a break. He's a big guy. He is. Yep. He's, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He he's a great yeah. player. Absolutely. Yep. He's Flops way too much for being as big as he is. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good player. Good player. Good player. <laughs> good. I didn't say great. He's good. Okay. Good. James good. Harden. Good. As a not no. Okay. I mean we he's <laughs> national. He's national. I mean he was on Houston, but I had to deal with him here on Brooklyn. And I mean, first of all. Do you justify the fact? I mean, because this is what the this is what they say around here. Around here, they say, "Look, he was cranky and he wanted out because he was sick and tired of Kyrie only playing half the games, or and not uh-huh. getting the the COVID shot, or or however you want to, you know, 
play it out here. So if that is the case, I mean, what do you justify that on his end? Like, because in a way, I kind of understand that part of it. But then he turns around and forces his way out of here, just like he does everywhere else. And I mean, this guy has got to be one of the worst selfish players in the NBA, and there are a lot of them. But this Dude, guy... not you fucking hit the fucking hammer on the fucking head. I mean, I I've always I appreciated James Harden. Like, I think he's a good offensive player. But quitting on two teams in you know less than two and a half year span, fuck this guy. Like literally, fuck. Like I couldn't. I, I hope I wish nothing but the worst for him. I hope he've. I hope Philly doesn't. You know, they're in a weird position. This you know trade all these fucking assets for him. He's thirty two, going to be thirty three by the time the next season starts. He's his game is not aging well. Uh, clearly, it's not. Uh, it's not really, you know, made to age well. He, he's, he's just more of a playmaker at this point. He's not, you know, and the whole thing is the NBA changed all the rules to like, go against him. You know, the, the baiting, the foul shit, the, the jumping into the defenders, all that. It, it only fucking hurt his game even more because so much of his game is made on going to the free throw line. And unfortunately, Embiid learned a lot of that the past few months from him, even flop city even more. And then he flopped into Danny Green and tore his ACL. So it's like they're just like, you know, doing doing the same shit together. But yeah, they're in a weird position to re-sign this guy because I mean, are you gonna give him a thirty-three-year-old James Harden a max? Like, no. but what, I mean, what you're, you backed yourself into a corner. It's, it's kind of, you traded these assets for him. So yeah, man, fuck this guy. I I, I honestly couldn't care less. I, I hope they keep losing. I'm rooting against Philly now because of him and all the toxicity with the the Philly fans and Embiid and shit. Like, no, like, this guy's the worst. Like, <laughs> but, isn't, but dumping Ben, I mean, getting Ben Simmons out of there, though, I, I mean, if nothing else, that is, I would think, beneficial enough for them to make that deal. I mean, they did trade Seth Curry, which I thought, yeah, never, but they, I thought he was going to have a bigger role on the Nets, and he, you know, he was just okay. Yeah, they, but they, they, there were so many random, you know, who knows what was real, but there were so many offers floated out there. Like the Kings were possibly floating Tyrese Halliburton uh, for hard or to to the the Nets for, uh, or I mean, sorry, to the Sixers for Ben Simmons too. You know, so you're getting a, a, a guard in their sophomore season who could only help grow with Embiid. And, and they they held on all these all this time just for James Harden. Like they were they they didn't make a lot of trades just to make the James Harden trade. So they kind of backed themselves into a corner. To yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's it's a tough position to be in. But Halliburton's a good hey. player. They people are flipping out. The Knicks didn't draft him. Uh, oh yeah, that was a huge known, fucking though. yeah. I mean, Obi Toppin over him, you know. I mean, he kind of knew well, he was good in college. If you let Toppin the Suns could have taken him too. Yeah, but you get yeah, like top and true. play. They don't ever really play him. He's like buried on the bench. You get six minutes, eight minutes. Like, it's like because they paid Julius Randle and done other bullshit uh, things. Yeah, <laughs> bring, you know, it's like I want them to bring in Donovan Mitchell, but at the same time, it's like the only reason I want them to do that is because Donovan Mitchell is a Mets fan. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with it. I think he's a hey, good player, but hey, I yeah, he's I good. Follow he's him not, on Twitter, yeah, that's all. He's, <laughs> he's not going to win you a title, but he'll win you some games, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> I've seen that. That's Phoenix been the big speculation. Is, yeah, I mean, Phoenix clearly not very good going out like that. Yeah. I thought they were having a better season, but. I guess they kind of fell off there. All right, uh, and then one other Utah, guy. Man. Utah is the Gonzaga of the NBA. They really right, are the Gonzaga right, yes. of the NBA every year. Yeah, well, yeah. they have the – you know, it's like 
they win a lot of games at home because of the altitude. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> you know, teams go in there and they're just gassed in the second. Well, they also have Cocaine Quinn, Cocaine Quinn Snyder on their side. Yes, you know? yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the old Mizzou coach, he, he means a lot around here because, yeah, he was the old Mizzou coach and he was yeah, known yeah. for doing that on the sideline. Oh, my God, that's insane. Yeah, he looks like he's got, he's got that bone structure. There's like zero fat percentage on him. <laughs> Body fat. Blew it all up his nose. And so how about Ben Simmons, though? How about Ben Simmons? This guy. Fucking mm. sunglasses on the on the sideline. I mean, the things that have been said about this dude around here. And the best was when, um, oh, God, there goes Lugo giving up another fucking hit. Um, the, uh, what's his face? What the hell's Steve Nash. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. it was on, I think it was a Thursday or Friday. And they're like, well, he's not going to play Saturday's game, which I think was game four. But he'll be eligible, or game three, but he'll be eligible, but he's going to probably play Monday. And forget it, everybody around here was just up in arms. Like, mm. how does that even fucking make any sense? Why can't you play Saturday <laughs> if you can play Monday? What's the difference? <laughs> and he never played Monday anyway. He was inactive nope. for that, yeah. too. Ended up scrapping that, too. Yeah, not like this guy was going to come on the court, play 30 to 40 great minutes, and, you know, make them like have a big three again but uh that's a disaster i think and the the nets are a disaster i think yeah it's it's unfortunate i mean i I want nash to succeed but it's just like he was kind of dealt a shitty hand but he also took that team too and it's like you got some nutcases on your hand man i mean anytime you agree to a situation with kyrie irving you know you're you're getting yourself into Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, the guy's good when he wants to be, but he's fucking a crazy person. You know, the earth is flat. Okay. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's brutal. Well, he did, I mean, he it, did nothing. He did nothing in that in that final game. No, like no. Nope. I mean, for whatever. I mean, give me a break. Oh, Durant's so running his three burner accounts on Twitter, and yeah, it's, yeah. Durant. Yeah, he's another one. But at least Durant is. As advertised, I mean the guy can fucking play. You can't do it all yourself oh, he's a man, in this yeah. league. Yeah, you can't do it. Definitely all. Not. You know, you, and you're not going to be Boston by yourself if you're Kevin Durant either. No, he gets a bad. Rap. I mean, yeah, Durant gets a bad rap because he joined the Warriors, but at the same time, he wasn't winning it with the Thunder, and they won some titles. But then he, him and Draymond had their issues, and <laughs> he went and did his own thing. Yeah, and. The Nets are just a weird enigma, man. Yeah, I'm sure you hear it all the time. I can't even imagine what the local radio is there is like right now. But yeah, they're just kind of weird. Yeah, even so, the Knicks. Well, it's like you know the Knicks made the playoffs last year. Basically, the argument which Knicks the Knicks fan can always win. Basically, they're just like, all right, so you got Durant, Kyrie, and I guess you're relevant now. But when the Knicks are good. It's all about the garden, and nobody gives a shit about what's going on in Brooklyn. And that is the truth, because the Nets are a far superior team over the, you know since Durant got there, and really nobody, still nobody talks about them. Like there's one local, uh, like afternoon drive, sports guy who's a huge Nets fan. He's like the only one. I mean, nobody, mm. nobody care. Most people grew up Knicks fans around here. And they're just kind of like starting to come out of the woodwork again, kind of like myself. It's like, oh, I'll sit down and watch a Knicks game tonight. They're actually decent. And it's yep. fun when they're good because the Garden is the greatest place, and it, it rocks, you know? But the problem with sure. that also, and which happens to the Knicks all the time, 
everybody comes in there and gives their best effort and kills them. Sure. Trey Young is is like a prime example. Tatum, Tatum's <laughs> another one. You know, it's like these guys come in oh. and they're like, "Yeah, baby, MSG forty. <laughs> it's, it always happens. Mm-hmm. So, but we don't need to. We don't need to be wasting our time talking about the New York Knicks. Okay, so, why not? Uh, why no, not? No, no, no. I don't want to waste your time with that nonsense. So, all right. Um, let's. I want to do a little baseball. All right. Well, first of okay. all, before before we check out of the NBA predictions, um, oh, who takes? Who that. comes out of the East? God damn it! I, you said I think they're both so seven. close. Yeah, I, I think it's going six or seven, and I, man. I'm gonna get just because I'm gonna go with the Heat. The, they just get all disrespect. They got disrespect for the bubble. I'll go Heat in seven. Um, I don't feel great about it though. I, I can see the fucking Celtics taking this in six. <laughs> but I'll put me on the spot. Gun to my head. I'll say Heat in seven. Um, yeah, I think that's what I got to go with. Yeah. See, I I would be a little more confident about that pick, especially since the the two injuries uh, that you pointed out in our yeah, I mean, discussion. I think those are they are. I mean, Smart is a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they linger, if they linger, I mean, that's a foot issue too with Smart. That's a, that's a big problem. Uh, Tatum, I don't know. The first half of that game, though, man, the Celtics just looked so good. And if they can figure out some matchups to exploit and. Uh, I don't know if they keep their foot on the gas in the second half. They could easily, I mean, they could easily take game two, and then it's a whole different series. Like, like I said, nothing really changes in the, any of these series until someone flips a home game. And someone someone t- steals a home game, then everything is different. Because, um, yeah, in the first seed's supposed to win game one at home. So that wasn't a big surprise yesterday. But, yeah, the Celtics can adjust. And if, if Tatum stays on it, then, yeah, they, I mean, they could easily just swing that back in their favor. But, yeah, I, I think my head is just telling me, if if everything stays what it is right now and injuries stay, I think Heat come out in seven games. But yeah, I could easily see it being Celtics. Sorry, I'm so indecisive, but that's no, where I'm at. No, no, that's where no. I'm at. I mean, most people listening to this, it'll be Thursday. So, I mean, game two. No, game you know, two. Big, big. I think it's you know maybe the winner of game two takes the series because Miami go up two zero yep. would be serious. You know, seriously, yeah. yeah. I mean, Boston needs to take this game, steal the road game, like you're saying, and, uh, you know, take it from there. Now, Spolstra, great coach, right? I mean, he's got a great reputation. Obviously, he's fantastic under Pat Riley. Now, when you go, who's the guy? I don't really know the Celtics coach's name. Not going to pretend like I do or take a guess here. (laughs) Yudoka. Yeah, okay. And he, now, that was Brad Miller before him, right? Or who was the guy, who was the coach before him? That Stevens, 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 Brad Stevens, 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 Brad Stevens. Excuse me, Brad Stevens. Yep, but he's the he's the yeah, he's in there front. I'm talking about this is what I'm telling. This Brad, well, Brad, this Brad Miller was a uh, fucking Pacer King uh, Bull back in the day. He was right, so uh, at least he played you know, basketball, center. so I was in the, yeah. in the right league. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> but Stevens, yeah. So Steve, I was surprised Stevens went into the front office. I mean, he never won mm-hmm. with Boston, right? I mean, they didn't. No, he came from fucking, you know, what, Butler. Came Butler. from uh, yeah. the school, Butler, yeah. He went to the, be their coach, and then uh, Ainge moved on, and then he moved in the front office and then hired Udoka. Yeah, so Udoka's edge, been a edge, good first-year head coach. He's yeah. been a good first-year head coach, but my point is I think the coaching 
edge goes to oh, Miami. And you're saying, like you said, yeah, like Boston had a, you know, really killer first half. And I'm saying, I'm thinking, I'm listening to you say that. And in my head, I'm saying adjustments, Spolstra, mm-hmm. Pat, Pat Riley, like, come on. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I think, Spolstra's I think a great, a, man. Yeah. I, I, I really yeah. agree. I think that that Every- could be the X factor as well. Yeah, and everything he was dealt to, you know, coming off having to replace Riley, had to deal with all those LeBron and D Wade teams. He's been around for fucking ever now at this point. You know, yeah. 2010 seems like forever ago, but 12 seasons in the NBA has been a fucking lot. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah he's, he's lasted throughout, and he can make defensive adjustments. He can, he's a really good defensive coach. So, yeah, Spolster is definitely coaching is in the, the heat favor on that aspect. All right, then we come <clears throat> we come over to the West. I know your heart is with the Mavs, oh, but you s- now now come on now though. I mean, I think Memphis. Now they were obviously a great regular season team. They were they were similar last year. I mean, they weren't the two seed, but you know they've got John Morant. Obviously, he makes things happen. He goes off a lot. He doesn't go off every night because I've lost plenty of fucking bets on his over on points, but. That being said, I think they they're beatable. I think Luca can do it here. I I felt for a, for a split second in the in the previous round that Memphis could possibly pull this off. Um, then Ja doesn't play two games, and you know the rest of that roster they're all young. It, there's just not a lot of experience there at all. So mm-hmm. all right, that's what happens. So Golden State gets to come here to the Western Conference Final. I think Luca's got something left. Uh, you know, I I was kind of down on Dallas early in the last series, but they hung on and they just torched them. <laughs> Game six and seven, they torched mm-hmm. the favorite. They torched the great Phoenix Suns. Oh, they made it to the championship last year. Oh, let's lose by fucking forty. Uh, <laughs> losers. But I'm, I say I'm I'm gonna kind of I have to pick Dallas because. I cannot ever stomach saying anything positive about the Golden State Warriors. Like, that is just, I just cannot. This is one of those (laughs) franchises and one of those, this is one of these groups of athletes that play on a team that I just cannot stand. I, I, they're, this is one of my least favorite. It's like fucking the the Brady Patriots couldn't stand, you know, all his rosters with, Mm -hmm. with fucking, Yep. I, I don't want to think about it. And I also can't think of any of their names anyway. Oh, baby. Triple Brandon Nimmo on my fantasy bench because these fucking games start too early for me. <laughs> anyway. Um, and a lot of double headers. Yeah. Need, so, listen. But, head, head, heart is with Luca always, man. Absolutely. I, I will be cheering for them. I hope they win. But head says fucking Warriors, man. It, it's just and as they go up seventeen in game one here. Um, I haven't put it back on yet. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. They're hitting every three, and uh, yeah, it, the thing is, it's it's if you look at this Mavs team around Luca, it's Reggie Bullock, it's Jalen Brunson, it's Dinwiddie and Brunson have been going off in the last series, but you know Dinwiddie's a sixth seventh man. Like he was traded for Porzingis, and everybody shit on them when they made that trade, but. Looks Porzingis doesn't get them to the Western Conference Finals, but uh, didn't what he did. Um, yeah, 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 man. I, I, I just, Luka just doesn't have enough help, man. I mean, 
Dwight Powell, it's Maxi Kleba in the post. It's it's just his surrounding like cast is, just is, is isn't. A Knicks, is a Knicks throwaway. That's right. You know, that, I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's a North Carolina Tar Heel, so the, dis, the disparagement and the, the negative talk I will not have. Well, I just these, can't believe it. Okay. Oh, my only right, – calm down <laughs> no, with your baby blue bullshit, okay? The only thing is <laughs> I just can't believe I'm watching him with that hair run up and down the court when the Knicks yeah, didn't even keep a, him. He's good. Yeah, but he's a great – he's Very a 3 and D man. man. Yeah, he's yeah, he, yeah. he's a perfect Luka player, 3 and D. That's what Luka needs. Luka needs some dudes who play defense, get back, hit open threes. Problem right now in this game, they're not hitting those open threes. They're – I just pulled up. Hold on, I had it. I had it. Nah, I'm sorry, I'm I'm dropping the ball. I I, I opened the hop slam. I didn't say yes. that. I opened the hop slam now. Goodbye. All bets are off. All, all bets are off. Ten <laughs> percent. See you later. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. They they. Dude, uh, Dude, I was looking at their... some flashes. You know what? You know what Dallas is. Dallas is like they are the prototypical NBA playoff team. And I what I mean when I say that is okay. Great at home, and all the role players play so much better at home than they do on the road. And that is usually sure. what happens in these NBA playoffs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Didn't we really Yeah, but, I mean, it, he had a great no, series just, last just, series. No, he did, yeah. Dude, he went off. Like, him and Luka had 30 points in that game, seven clinching. Yeah, I mean, he was yeah. he was great. Right now, Everybody the Mavs are— Everybody points in that game except for Phoenix as a team. <laughs> right now, the Mavericks are seven for thirty-one from three in this game. Twenty-two percent. That's not going to do it, man. Not going to well, do Curry it. Curry was uh, one for six, um, close to the end of the half. There, I saw him hit one, and that's when I like you know wanted to throw shit at the wall. But that yeah, was he's he's three for eight now with twenty. Uh, yeah, he's got oh, eighteen God. now. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, dude, I, man, I would love it. I would love it so much. But, like, Dorian Finney-Smith, Bullock, Dwight Powell, Jalen Brunson, Kleba, Bertans, Dinwiddie. It's just Luka and a bunch of guys, man. Like, that's the sad part. Because, yeah, he's 23. He's got a lot of uh, – I would like to see Luka on a team with, like, a, a really legit number two. Because, don't get me wrong, Brunson's been great, and he's going to get paid probably this offseason. The Mavericks might pay him as well. I mean, Luca likes playing with him, but he's, yeah, he's not, not a, like a you know, he's not a true, he's not an all star. He's yeah, he's not even an all star in the league not, by any means. So it's like this team that the that Lucas dragged here is uh, it's it's all on Lucas back at this point. So he he's got a I got a lot going against him, but yeah, heart goes uh, Mavs, head goes Warriors. Unfortunately, so I think it's probably I guess I'm picking Warriors fucking Heat. Final finals? Ugh, it's gross. It feels gross even saying it, but I think that's where we're leaning. Now the yeah. NBA would probably prefer Warriors Celtics, right? That would be more of a national. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, just yeah. Celtics are yeah bigger team by far. Yep. Yeah. Well, the Heat were just in the bubble bubble championship against the. The Lakers didn't didn't win it. Well, but. listen, if we're going to fucking shit on the Heat because, oh, it was a pickup basketball in a bubble, well, can we shit on the Lakers championship then? I haven't heard anybody say that. Oh, definitely. No, uh, Pat Beverly has been doing that all week on ESPN. <laughs> okay, good. No, because He's saying bubble, bubble championship, bubble championship. <laughs> well, I mean, look where they didn't even freaking make it back. Nope. They didn't make it into the top eight. 
But they're trash. But it was all Frank Vogel's fault, though. It was no one else's fault. It was all the coaches. The coach did it all. Right. They never played. Anthony Davis never played. Friggin' LeBron, you know, load management, and and he was hurt half the season too. They just don't have Mm -hmm. anybody else. Yeah, it's a joke. Deep roster. Yeah, fuck the Lakers. Speaking of the Lakers, though, are you watching or did you watch the first season of Winning Time on HBO? Talked about a little bit on the podcast. You called in, yeah. I watched yes. the first two episodes. I really liked it. I just didn't keep up with it. I, I have every intention of going back to it, and I, I liked it. I just – there's so much fucking TV right now, man, I as know, you know. know. like It's just nonstop. Every week there's like three more shows. I'm like, what, what – no. no, I I liked what I saw, and I'm definitely going back to it, and I've heard nothing but good things, so I'm okay. going to finish so and yeah, it got picked up for season two already. So. Yes, it did. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah, please watch it. I know you'll like it. I mean, I recommended it to Pete. Look, I mean, I think Pete would like it. And uh, you know, Pete's yeah. a tough one sometimes. But I, I was like, I think you actually sure. like this, dude. So you're gonna have such a good time binging that show. I mean, look, we are a sports show on a movie TV podcast network. And so I always like to take my opportunities when I can to talk about television. So I just fucking ate this show up. It was absolutely fantastic. Cinematography, A number one. I highly recommend this to anybody listening who has not checked it out. And uh, yeah, I, you you're saying this get is to a, binge it. You're going to have the best time binging it, it too. That's what commentary worthy? Commentary worthy for season two? I think two? it would actually be a pretty good commentary show. Yeah, because it's really just, it's just all straight entertainment. I mean, and the, the, the basketball scenes, I think... Are for what they are, they're fantastic, you know, and they I think they portray the NBA back in that era properly, you know, but it's sure. not like it's not massive clips and stuff. I mean, I, and I love how they portray Bird as such a douche because to me he is, so I enjoy the shit out of that <laughs> as well. Um, yep. but yeah, I just wanted to uh, check in on that. Good, so uh, yeah, you got to definitely yes. check that out. No, yeah, um, it's definitely on the docket. So Quickly to the MLB, Nolan Arenado, that guy's a douchebag. How do you charge the mound when the ball doesn't even touch you? I mean, you got my team on the other side of the field who's been plunked at this point of the season, which was a few a couple weeks ago, like 20 times in 18 games or something. And this guy's all he, – he's a fucking hothead. I think there's something mentally wrong with him. He he No, he is – He's he's loose, he man. He's got loose screws. I, I I've, they've been playing the Cardinals a lot lately, and his mannerisms concern me. Like he, I don't, I would a, not want to be around him with a with a when a bat in his hand. He's a giant killer. He, he's too good against the Giants. Is he was he? Oh. so oh, he was so good against them with Colorado, and then it's been he hit a bomb. This weekend against the Cardinals is pretty brutal. I don't, did you even see the game on Sunday? Like Albert Pujols was pitching at one point. Yes, did you not I see did that? check in. I checked in a couple times. Yeah, because it was a Sunday night yeah. game. Yes, I was. Yeah, it was game seven. It was game seven also. Yeah, I was flipping right. back and forth, and I was like, I don't, I don't need to watch this. I, I don't need to watch Evan Longoria and Joey Bart hit home runs off Albert Pujols and then ask for autographs afterwards. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm, it was. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought that up now. You know, he's obviously throwing less than BP. So all these sure. guys needed to do okay, – now, as a as a player, if I didn't hit a homer off him, I would be really fucking pissed off probably. <laughs> yeah, you strike out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not going to – hopefully you're not going to strike out. But No, maybe. There Maybe there needs to be a different rule there. I'm not talking about like 10-run rule or anything, but 
Uh, that is, I mean, I, I'm watching it and it's like, okay, I'm supposed to feel really good about this, right? Because it's Albert Pujols and... I mean, is this his farewell tour? Has he... Oh, fuck you, Steph. Is he... Oh, no, that was Thompson. Uh-oh. That's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want him... To, yeah, he's, three, he's one for four. Yes, he's putting up his, his uh, 20%. Yeah. He's terrible. But I get it. <laughs> you know, it's Albert Pujols. It's ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. We're going to fucking ejaculate all over the place about this guy. I don't know. I feel like when it gets to that point, maybe we should just call it. Or something yep. else. Something else. Yeah, that was brutal. such bad baseball. I mean, for a sport that is really... I mean, are they even trying to fix their game or their image? I, I, no, a lot of times, I just think they're making it worse. They don't give a fuck. They, no, they don't. That, that's why, dude, I, You, we're such a weird breed, dude, at this point. Like, I'm 32, and I feel like I'm the end of an era. Like, I, I don't know anyone younger than me that likes baseball. Like, I really don't. Like, I, I don't... Like, I have, you know, friends that are like, oh, I, I like baseball, but, like, they don't follow it like we do. It's just they're doing more to, like, I feel like distance themselves from, like, the younger crowd even. Like, it, it's just like, yeah, man, I, I don't know. You can't do that. You, you no, not at all. They're gonna be you should dumb. be doing everything to be getting those fans, and you're just like, nah. Like, Manfred doesn't care. Like, he doesn't care. He wants the game to fade into obscurity anyway. It's just like, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I don't get it. But you're right. I mean, like, my two, like, go-tos for, like, texting all night about baseball and stuff is my brother and my cousin. They're the same age. They're both 35. And they're diehard Yankee fans, you know? Sure. But we Mm -hmm. have a mutual respect. They think it's great when I, you know, hang myself over the Mets. And, you know, we got a good rapport with all that New York baseball stuff. But, I mean, we're all following the fantasy and doing all that stuff together and, it's just huh. like, yeah, we're still into it. Like I can, I, I checked over. I'm like, oh yeah, Giants Cardinals. Let me go see how we're doing here. And it's like, what is the score? <laughs> and who is pitching? <laughs> Get yeah. out of here! And you know, you're listening to the yeah. guys on ESPN, and I'm like, this is fucking brutal. Oh man, yeah, that was really bad. Oh, so of all your siblings, you're the only Met fan. Everyone else is Yankees or. Well, my bro, my middle brother doesn't care too much he's kind of pledged allegiance to the Mets but I think he just did that like just so I had somebody but yeah I mean my, <laughs> my, my, my mother's the oldest of five and she has so she has four younger brothers and they are all diehard Yankee fans two of them extremely diehard and they were like pissed at my father back in the mid 80s when he let me be a Met fan you know but, but my dad doesn't really care. Like he, my dad's favorite player was Mattingly, but when the okay. Mets started winning in '85, it was it was fucking awesome around New York, and the Yankees were trash then. So he got into it. He was at a lot of the '86 playoff games, and you know, so he supported me getting into it. And I mean, gotcha. come on, the fr- I'm freaking eight years old. They're winning the World Series, and I'm staying up watching it. Like you bet your ass, I'm a Yankee. I'm a Met fan. It's the same reason everybody my brother's age is a Yankee fan because they won in 96, 98, 99, 2000. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was fucking in high school then, I'm damn right I'd be a Yankee fan too. You know, it's just, how yep. could you not be? They breeded a serious amount of fans from that generation. So Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, but you go through my extended family, man. I mean, I've got some of my dad's couple Mets fans. My one cousin who's my age, she's a Mets fan. Her husband's a Mets fan. 
And so her kids are Mets fans, so that helps. Uh, but that's pretty much nice. all I have. That's all. I mean, when we get together with the Italians, I am they. I have made fun of all night long. And now I finally have, <laughs> now I can finally now my one uncle's like, hey, I got the grandma on my fantasy team. Oh, I like this Nimmo guy, and I'm like, all right. Now we're talking about my team. <laughs> but of course, Chad, and this will be the point to end the show because I have it written down, and it sums up my. 2022 baseball season thus far the Mets are playing really good uh it's a joy to watch you know I have fun every night I have confidence in a team Buck Walter has changed a lot Scherzer everything's great right and fucking the Yankees are going to be 20 games over 500 it's just like I can't <laughs> get away from it New York baseball has not changed even though the Mets have changed it the Yankees are still performing at a higher rate than we are it's driving me nuts 27 and 9 right now they're the the talk of the town Gallo's fucking finally coming on Judge is fucking amazing yeah Judge is amazing Stanton's putting up MVP numbers I mean mm-hmm. and they're pitching yep. you know you go, go over their pitching roster it's like really but Ness who the fuck is Nestor Cortez <laughs> I mean, are I mean, you sure? I know he is because I play fantasy, but right, I have right. LeMahieu and Donaldson, and they've not been doing much for me so far this year. So yeah, LeMay, fuck those guys. LeMahieu's tough for fantasy because he's just, you know, he gets like singles and doubles. He's not going to. Sure. But he's very he, multi position eligibility. So that's true. Plays that's first, true. second, and third. Yep. yep, yep. Well, so does Escobar in the Mets, and he's been killing me lately, too. So I keep plugging him in places, but. All right. All right. One last uh, thought before we get out of here. Uh, three to one Mets in a four game series against the Giants in April. There you go. All right. No, oh, no. <laughs> didn't they, hear much they, from you. Didn't hear much from you that week. Didn't hear much. Thank you. Oh, they they didn't play well. That that was the they lost seven of eight games that week, and then they ended up winning four of five the next like series. So, nice. yeah, Giants have been a little strange this year, but you know well, we're Web, getting healthy. Webb put up a quality star for me today. Um, if you want to talk trade, you're going to have to send me two solid starters in trade because I am desperate. For well, pitching. I don't. I don't even. My pitching is amazing, and I've got Degrom coming back in a month, Ugh. and that, it's going to elevate it even more. I took him at pick ninety six. Just remember that. Remember that if he comes back and he's Degrom, I picked him at pick ninety six. Uh, whatever. That. I listen. I was in the basement last year. I could not be. Like sitting around waiting for Jake to come back. I'm already doing that as a fan. Okay, no. I need to make the playoffs in your fantasy <laughs> league, and that is my main no. objective. And I'm yeah, everyone's close right now. Scalfani guy, whatever the hell you say his last name. Yeah, he's he on the he went to the sixty day yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, they're, he's he's the most banged up. But yeah, the fantasy league that we're in seems pretty competitive. Everyone, I was in eighth place last week, and then I jumped a third. So that wow. tells you how yeah. close everyone is <laughs> after up, last yeah, week. Sure. So. Yeah. Yep. All right, we just lost the the listeners on uh, that five minutes. So. <laughs> no, they can right, deal we'll, with it. Deal yeah, with well, it. We'll, we'll sign off and continue that conversation. It's going to take me probably four hours to post the show. I haven't done it in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Um, yep, definitely want to get the NBA content on here. I say we definitely do this again when these series close out, and I hope it's a – Luca celebration. I same. I hope that I'm wrong and I'm eating my words in a few weeks here, but we'll see. Well, look, Golden State's the higher seed here. They're supposed to win this first game. 
just like we said, Miami, you know, was supposed to win the first game. So if Dallas doesn't come back here, they're down 18, definitely going to be, you know, a tough task tonight. But just win game two. Win game two, right. all bets are off. Make and, some adjustments, uh, figure it out. Yep. Yeah, come on, J-Kid. Get into that upper echelon of head coaching and fuck the Warriors. Right. Fuck you, Steph. <laughs> loser oh god i can't stand looking at his face <laughs> all right i'm gonna find this outro bumper here we go all right for everybody listening um pj if you're listening come on back and hang out with us at some point uh we miss you and uh until then see you You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm wasted. Oh, boy.